You are now entering the Thick Goddess Energy Morning Show. Building didn't let my fears kill me. Transmuting my pain in the cleanse in the rain. Found out I was working and I conquered my demons. I accepted my purpose and the goddess I became. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's your thick goddess energy morning show, and I am your host, Ariana, aka Divine Moon Goddess in the building. Um, now, of course, I've stressed my throat out too much today. <laughs> so, what I'm gonna do for you guys this morning is uh allow you guys to listen to episode two of coffee and consciousness which is a new segment that i'm doing on my facebook and youtube channel exclusively on there um and it's where once a month i get together with some beautiful special guests and we talk about stuff that's going on in the world and so um that's what you're going to be listening to this morning if you missed it definitely go check it out uh probably easier to find it on the youtube channel versus the the thick goddess channel um but nevertheless um here it's episode this is actually episode two of coffee and consciousness and um you guys yes i've been missing episodes because uh my throat has been out of commission so i'm just going to you know take in all the love and all in the light that you guys are sending me so i can stop stressing my throat out because we need our voice we need our voice to do what we gotta do right (laughs) So I'm going to go drink me some tea and y'all get in this episode. All right. Bye. Good morning. I don't have that voice to just like keep going. (laughs) Good morning. (laughs) I'm your host, Ariana, and my co-host with me today, Louisa and Vanessa. This is Coffee in Consciousness. Um, yes, I sound horrible. I still have a sore throat, but I was like, I'm not missing today. It's like, I have to do today. Have to do something today. So it's like, no, we got to do it. Um, this is episode two. We will be doing this once a month for now. Um, you guys, where we just come and we talk about some beautiful shit that's happening in the world. Right. Um, good morning, Penny. Um, you guys can get your coffee, get your tea. Um, I still have the podcast, you guys. So don't forget to go and check out the podcast. Um, I did not get to put Friday's episode because I had a sore throat, so I could not record all week. So I'm hoping um, that maybe later I'll be able to record a um, episode for tomorrow. But if not, it is what it is. It is what it is. Last time I put, I ended up putting um, our uh, coffee with consciousness on. <laughs> so I might have to do that if I can't get, if I can't get my voice together. <laughs> Good morning, Sherry. Repping on YouTube. Christina repping on YouTube. Thank you, guys. So one of the things I wanted to jump into is talking about if you guys, you guys hear, uh, um, you'll hear more, I think, on social media um, about modern women. And there's this big, like, discussion on, like, what it is or who it is and how a modern woman should act. And I personally don't give two shits. I really don't. <laughs> I don't fall into the category of a modern woman, nor do I want to. Um, because just the way that they describe modern women. And I think one of the things I think people forget is a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of the modern women, um, women's um, dialogue comes from old school stuff. So like a lot of the modern women who are wanting money up front or it's like chasing the bag or, you know, they got the, the men have to have like a certain... Uh, Um, certain amount of money or you know it's like all of these things in some ways the the ideology I feel like behind it is comes from an old school premise of when women still their value was connected to like what what you had you know like your value was still connected to what kind of guy you could get like that was that was your highlight of who you were 
And I think they haven't switched that and come into the the new times. I think they're unfortunately modern women are still running off of old old uh, rules in like in like today. What do you guys think about the term modern women? I I think what you're like referring to is how people are saying a high value woman, which is considered a modern woman in these days. And that's exactly what many are looking for. That high status man, that man that has his money together, who can provide and support Mm. her and her stance. But like you, I agree where the term modern woman or high value woman, I don't put myself in that quote unquote category because I believe honestly a modern woman is somebody who speaks her mind and is who she identifies with. I mean, if you're living in this time and place in this space cycle, then you're a modern woman. Like what else is there for you? Cause we're this time we live in. Right. I I think it, I think, when you, the way that they label that and that the high value man or woman, I think it's all bullshit to me because you're, you're devaluing yourself in so many ways. There, You have to put yourself in this clause. I'm only high value if someone else, it's on someone else's standards to say if I'm high value, first of all, right? And then I got to sit here and devalue myself because your belief systems, which you guys know, I ain't about that life. I'm like, hmm. I'm not gonna devalue myself because you believe this. It it goes, cause I'm just like, it goes to like, we know some people are gonna like you, some people aren't, you know? But to to sit in a space of, oh, I'm a high value woman or man because I got this, that, and the third, I I think it's bullshit. And I, unfortunately, I think it does a disservice to women when we're just looking at men for certain things. I'm not saying go data broke, dude, they can't, you know what I mean? They can't get his shit together, okay? I think a woman should be dating if her shitting together. Like, I feel like if you can't pay your bills, if you're fucking struggling, if you, you know, you got a bunch of shit going on, you don't need to be dating as a woman. You know, that's just how I feel. I don't feel like, I, I would never go out if I didn't have money in my wallet. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You know, Oh, well, he's going to pay for it. That was, it's never been my mindset, you know? So I feel like on both sides, if you don't have your shit together, don't date, (laughs) you know, just go handle your business and work on you. But I think it does do a disservice to a lot of women to get in this headset of we're we're chasing men for certain things. And what are we valuing about ourselves? I, I think that's what I'm trying to say. My words are probably not here today. No, no, I I completely get it. And that's exactly where I was going with that train of thought that you were sharing. Where do we put the value in ourselves? How do we present ourselves? And would we find value in somebody else who presented themselves in that way? So that's what I consider high value because you put that value in yourself. It's all about how you feel about yourself i mean it's it's really simple but we make it complicated i think absolutely mm-hmm. i agree yeah yeah definitely chasing illusions i saw this i don't know if we talked about it last time but i saw this um stuff like this irritates me but i saw this woman who basically was um talking about how she um she has like the ex paying her bills and the new man is like all for it and you know he's you know calls the guy a simp and all this stuff and I just think one that's disrespectful the whole time she kept saying we're still friends and I don't think you would ever use your friend so I think this is where people have to take that that step back and take a look in the mirror is what you're classifying as friends high value is scammerish a lot of it is scammerish. You're on the borderline selling your ass for shit because it just what you hear. It's like, how is that high value? <laughs> like, I don't know if that's high value or not. And I think it, it just has this 
takes you to this whole other space and forgetting what you maybe you should be working on. I don't think I would ever be comfortable with me and a guy living off another man's money. Like, I don't think I could be comfortable with that. And he's like, oh yeah, the fuck? I don't, I just, it's mind blowing to me on some of the stuff people do. Yeah, for me, that one is just strange. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. People, I, I, I feel like, sorry, people just don't value their self nowadays. They value the dollar sign over what's inside. Like, oh, how much money I have or what can I get off of this person? What I, How can I use them? I feel like it's today's motto and not looking internally. And it's, it's it makes it even harder to date. Like, you, I don't want somebody who's not on their own spiritual journey. If you don't, if you're not connected some way spiritually, don't even look at me because that means you're just not ready for me. Right, right. I had a friend ask me that, so I'm gonna ask you guys that if you were someone was to want to date you that wasn't spiritual at all, could you date that person? Could you give that person a chance? No. It it depends where their values lie for me. Um, because like Vanessa was saying, we too often value the what, the money, the this, the that, and not the who, and not having those core values. So if their core values aligned with with mine, with being kind, with respect, with being open-minded, willing to learn, willing to not put me down just because my view was different than theirs, then I would be open to it. Not to say that it's going to work out just because, but I'd be willing to give it a try. That makes sense. I never really thought about it that way, but I'm just like, nope, that's it. Cause I, you know, I was in an abusive relationship and he was nothing about nothing that I did. So for me, it's like coming from a space where I don't ever want somebody like that again. So, and he was, he was like spiritual in his own little, warped way but I just yeah it makes it really hard right just from the past stuff you know right right and and that's when you're looking and I don't think we should ever have a list but definitely some guidelines when you're dating have have some guidelines of what you're looking for um because I definitely wouldn't want to waste anybody's time things I, I feel like you have to believe in something though I, you know, you don't have to be all spiritual or it has to be what I believe in. But I feel like the, a man has to has to have, you have to have some type of belief system. I think when you have no belief system, it just creates this lifestyle of not really giving a fuck, not really caring. And then you're, that's where you're chasing money, you're chasing status, you're chasing ego. I think when you have something that you believe in greater than self, you always have that knowing of something greater than self. So it's very, even if you get deterred from your path, you're going to come back because at the heart of what you believe in, it's going to be something greater than you. Right. So I think someone for me at this stage, they'd have to have some type of belief system in place. Even if they they don't got to go to church all the time or that's what they have to believe in but have something in place where you, you you believe in something where it's not just you're like, oh, this is all some random shit. Right. Yeah, no, I totally get it. And it's crazy because there was somebody that I dated who actually, when we first got together, he was an atheist. Mm. Then he went over to becoming agnostic. And then he actually became very spiritual. So people can change. They Mm. can evolve. Like myself, I grew up, you know, Roman Catholic, very, um, not very Christian. Sorry, let me take that back. I grew up Christian. I went to church regularly, but we weren't the type that, oh my God, you know, if you break this you know, law of the Bible, you're going to hell or anything like that. But I've evolved to where I'm a more spiritual being than a religious being. So there is that place for evolving, for changing. And just if you're open-minded again, you Mm -hmm. have that space to have that and see, and you can adapt to what, what works for you. Right. As long as they're not putting you down for it. Because I think that would be the the other thing, like you said, just not 
having that, well, that's stupid or why do you, you know, or, you know, looking at it like it's like what you believe in and, and kind of making jokes about it or something like that, being disrespectful. Um, I think you could work with that because, you know, it's just, I, I don't think I would ever be like, no, but someone who has like no belief system, I don't think I could be open for that because that I feel like is a different type of level of where you're at in your energy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, I was scrolling on Facebook through maybe one of my old posts, and somebody had shared it. And one of their friends put, it was about climate change, so it's not even about religion. Mm-hmm. But it was like, climate change is bullshit or something like that. And I remember my first trigger, you know, I was like angry and I wanted to respond and attack. So, I could see how somebody in a religious space would feel the same way. And that's where we create all this turmoil and all these issues regarding religion because religion has started so many wars. And and it's like, find your belief. But again, like you said, you don't have to put what somebody else believes down just Mm -hmm. for that and if somebody is attacking your belief you don't have to go back into that attack you can take that step and and pull yourself out of it and realize that's on them and like you said move on you don't have to be with that person you don't have to deal with that person it's all about finding again what works for you right absolutely absolutely Right. I remember that um, because I had a huge issue with God for for a long time, you know, and uh, it took me a long time to even to where I could say that God, you know. Um, so anyone coming towards me when I was like, be like, I don't want to hear this shit. You know, like, I don't want to hear this shit. But it took me a long time. And that was because of my own issues that I didn't want to hear it. Not that it's wrong or right or any of that, because again, everyone's belief systems are your own. And I think we all see it differently. We all see it differently. We all tap into it differently. And, it, and that's your own personal journey, your own personal connection to your creator energy. You know, I've just learned what, what the way I see it. I don't see it, of course, the the God on the throne and like this man on the throne. I very much see the masculine and feminine energy together, you know, as source energy, though, not as bodies. I've never seen them as bodies. I never get a picture mm-hmm. when I'm tapping into that energy. I never have a picture of people or these, you know, or these shapes. I always have energy and I can feel them both. Um, so it's interesting, just when you're you're moving through your path, there was a time where, yeah, I couldn't say that. I couldn't say that at all. I'd be like, man, I don't want to hear this shit. And no, you know, you especially like on lives, and I would get a lot of people jump on about Jesus. And I'm like, get the hell off of my page with this shit. And it was nothing, nothing wrong towards Jesus. And I would tell people that I know Jesus is real, but Jesus is not my savior in this life. People get very pissed off and mad about that. And it's like, why are you mad <laughs> that I have found a way to to save myself? Why does that piss you off so much? You know, and I couldn't understand like, like I'm not taking away from Jesus. He's still him. He's still doing his thing. Yeah, I, I, I think the reason that so many people would get upset is because you did. You found someone. I mean, you found yourself to be able to save yourself. And everybody can't do that. They need someone else to be able to call on. And you were able to call on yourself. Yeah, we all have that special power, though. Yeah, we do. But not everybody is ready to acknowledge it or or accept it. Right. It's rough. It's like, um, no one's taken away from him. He is still doing his thing and you can call on him. I have seen him. I've seen him in my healings, you know? I've seen him in a couple of my healings where he's come through. So, you know, there's nothing against him. It's just that when you, when especially when you start to go on like a, a spiritual kind of healing, you un- you kind of realize all the significance of all the beautiful energies that are available to you from different religions, different backgrounds, and they're just as loving and beautiful as as every one of them. And so you're like, 
okay, I don't need to just be in one particular one. I don't need to just gravitate towards one. All of these are beautiful energies here. Should we need them? Should we want to call on them? You know? As a child, like I grew up Christian and I always questioned a lot of things about the Bible and how could it be? I was like, it just doesn't make sense to me. So in my family, if you did anything wrong, you were going to hell. If you did this, the devil was going to come get you. And I was like, well, it just doesn't make sense to me, mom. Like, I just don't, I don't understand it. So I tried to go to church as, as like a teenager. I tried, but it just, it never made sense. And my mom put the fear in me that Oh, well, if you do this, you're going to hell. You should. So eventually in my late 20s, I went and got baptized with my son. That's something that I don't know if I regret now, but it's if I would have been in a different headspace, I probably wouldn't have done it. Um, Just because my mom was like, I want you to go to heaven. I want you to be saved. I don't want you to go to hell. And now I don't even believe in heaven or hell. I just believe there's a place that you go because heaven and hell, even as a child, never made sense to me. I'm like, well, if God's a forgiving God, then how is there a hell? How mm-hmm. does he determine who goes to hell? If it's a murderer or a rapist, how does he, if they've repented, then how, how are they going to hell? She right. never had any answers for me. Right. So it just, as a very young child, it's just never, never, ever made sense to me. And now with my path now, I don't, really know where God fits into my life. Do I believe in him? Yes. But I see God in the universe as one. So it's, I don't know where to place God in my path right now. So that's confusing to me. Cause I'm like, do I pray? Do I ask the universe? Like, and sometimes I'm like, no, I don't believe in God, but I'm like, yeah, I do believe in God, but I just don't know where my God fits in, in this part of my path. And that's okay. Cause eventually I'll figure it all out. And I told my mom the other day, I was like, you know, there is no heaven and hell. She was like, oh, don't say that. You're, she was like, you better take that back right now. You're going to hell. I said, well, I don't believe in hell. So I don't think that's where I'll be going. I'm like, I won't be there, but. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, um, I was like that when I was younger too. I could not wrap my mind around <laughs> that if you could be a good person and you just didn't go to church, you were going to hell. And when people would say that, like, well, I'm just trying to get you to understand that, you know, so so Jesus could save you. He died for you. And it's like, okay, well, if he already died for me and I'm a good person, then what more do I need to do? You know, and then I would be like, how does that make sense that children on the other side of the world that weren't raised in this religion know nothing of this religion or, or this ideology, right? Why would they just go to hell? You know what I mean? I couldn't wrap my mind around that stuff. And no one could answer those questions for me either. It was just, they would just, it'd be a runaround. It would be a runaround. So I would, I would just like, it doesn't make sense to me. I'm a general, I'm a good person. I'm not out here trying to do anything to anyone. I'm not trying to fuck people over. And this was way before my path. And it was like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. When I look at most of religion and you look at other religious backgrounds, they all have these gods. They all have their allotment of gods. Ours is no different, right? And so there's always something higher than those gods. Those gods were very jealous, were very envious. Their stories of all of them, where you needed to worship them, you needed to pray to them. You look at every story. You can look at everyone's tradition, background, from Hinduism to, if you look at Chinese uh, gods, if you look at Nordic gods, all of them, Orishas, a lot of them have their jealous, their envious ways of them. And if you didn't worship them right, if you didn't do this, then you're getting cast down. That's no different from the God that we talk about in the Bible. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Now, is yep. that the all energy? Hell no, because you would not be able to repent for everything, right? You wouldn't be able to, to which now we, me, I look at it as karma. You wouldn't be able to work out that karma and then be able to just be okay. So I think people just, if we stop at one place, we're not going to get all the information because that's all you see. All you see is this one place, this one teaching. But when you branch out and you start seeing how similar all of the teachings are, 
how they all have the same stories, right? They, you'll just start to place it and put it together. Um, one of the things Christina wanted to say is, I've had the beautiful and amazing um, moment to actually connect with Mother Gaia. And Mother Gaia is a being, which I just recently found that out in one of the Q QHHT sessions. Like, kind of know she's a being, but it just was like confirmed for me that she was she's a being. We we think that we're we're taught to just look at um, you know God in that way or Jesus, but. That's why people used to pray to her. That's why, you know, that's why the natives looked at her in that way because they knew, they felt her. They, they could hear her heartbeat, you know? And I think if we just allow ourselves to take that step back and, and know that there are many different energies here for us, it's not just one, you can discover so much more love in your life. You know what I mean? Yeah, I really love that because it's it's true. We we can connect and connect our own dots and who we are drawn to and it doesn't make us wrong. It doesn't make anyone wrong. It's just literally who you connect with, who feels right, who feels like home to your heart. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I absolutely love Mother Gaia. I have I've tapped into her myself. Um, she's a beautiful energy and she is a living being. She's not, you know what I mean? Um, it's pretty trippy when we think about it that we're living inside of her. Um, but she's actually a very loving energy and she actually heals us on so many levels. Um, she has a lot of love and wisdom for us. You could, I mean, you guys could tap into her yourself. It's actually pretty fucking easy <laughs> to do it. I'd say get out there in um, nature. She loves when we are out in nature. Loves when we were we are out in nature, connecting to her. But so yeah, not to get off our, our topic too much. But <laughs> but yeah, I think I would I would want someone who's just um, definitely open open and not closed off someone who's not closed off i think but going back to uh what modern women the term modern women <laughs> i don't i don't see it i i think we're all modern women in this day and age i don't see why do we have to put terms on stuff i don't see why we have to categorize um people and pretend that this is the new version of women. I think the the version that they're portraying is a version that's been out for centuries. I don't see a lot of difference between, I don't know about you guys, but I don't see a big difference between the version that they're portraying, you know? Right. And it like coincides with the real red pill men version of what a woman should be. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I just think we're more vocal now. Like we're not as suppressed as we were. So it's like a huge thing that like we all have our own voices finally, you know? And we don't have to we don't have to suppress how we're feeling or what we want or what we you know. I think that's pretty much the only difference. Right. Yeah. I can I can definitely see that. And just tying it all back together, it's like Ariana was saying before, like this is something that was centuries ago or forever ago and we're just kind of bringing it back and I guess it's just a quote-unquote modern woman saying that this is what they want instead of just having it put upon us right, so right, that's right. Where it connects with exactly with what Vanessa just said like yeah we get to be vocal and and share this but again like you ladies have also reiterated we get to choose. We get to make our modern woman whatever we want that to be. Yep. Yeah, I don't think I don't think most modern women are out here just chasing six figures. And I think that's a, a huge 
huge like lie and um i think it's just too much um i think there's enough women out here who just like i just want a decent man that works i think at this time <laughs> i don't think a lot of women are, are like i'm trying to chase this lifestyle this lifestyle and pretend you know uh i think that's for young like really young people right I think when you get to a certain age, especially when you get into your 30s and your 40s, I think all of that changes. You're not looking at men the same. You're not you're not chasing the lifestyle. You're not out here like you're like, mm, that you guys are talking about 20 year old women. I don't think you can classify them as women yet because to mm-hmm. me, 20 year olds are not grown. No, <laughs> they still want to know what kind of shoes they got on their feet instead of who's or do I have to pick you up or are you picking me up because that's what I look for if you don't have a car you don't have your own job stay away from me because I'm not supporting you I'm not your mom what if they're in live in her basement what if they're into green and they don't have a car because well I mean that's different but most men in like my area they rather have $250 pair of Jordans instead of having a car like Mm -hmm. I just it's more like it would be it would depend on like the you know the circumstances but that is not the case in my my area so so for me i'll just say for me a car is a luxury right you're paying for this luxury item because no one needs a car in this day and age no one needs a car we pay for it for the luxury that is true i never really thought about that way like there is uber and stuff but I think it's just I've always date, dated men that didn't have cars and I was the breadwinner and they like took money off of me. So I see that as a huge red flag. Like you don't have a car, but I've never thought about it right. in that sense. That like, yeah, there is Uber. There is this. There is that. So you kind of just like opened my eyes a little bit because, you know, you know, you know, my story, you know, I've been through a lot. So like what people don't see as a red flag, I'm just like, whoop. No, back up, stay away. I always go into our pre-programming because we have we have horrible pre pre-programming on what we think life is supposed to be. And I'm constantly stripping away shit that I used to tell myself like this was supposed to be life or this is how a man is supposed to show up. And one of those things is I used to be a woman who had a list. I had a list of what he needed to have and what he couldn't have and all these fucking things on this list. And it's just like, it's judgmental because unless you talk to this person and understand why they're choosing not to have a car, they could just not fucking believe in it and be like, it's pointless. Why am I going to pay this money for this car and I can just Uber and go here or there? So I think a lot of times when we really, uh, that's why I always go into ask yourself, why? Why do I need this? So why do I need my person to have this? What is the purpose behind that? And I try to tell myself to do it so that I'm not sitting here on this delusional bullshit of what I expect a man to be or what I expect a man to come at me with. Especially, you'll see that shit from the past. You're like, oh, okay, that's tied to so-and-so, you know? Mm-hmm. The only reason why I'm, I'm asking for that because there's genuine people out here that really don't want a car or don't have a car. And there's cities where you don't have to have a car. Yeah. You really have to have a car unless you really want to have a car. So yeah. that, it's just like, oh, do I need to be judgmental because this person doesn't have a car? Mm. I think my purpose today was to hear what you just said, because like, I know I'm still judgmental and I know I'm still in my ego, but right. I've had horrible, shitty relationships to where I'm just like, mm, right. we're not doing that. But you just opened my eyes to like a whole different side that I didn't even really think about. Just like we, we as women, we, we have a little bit privileged where guys normally go crazy trying to figure out the first date for us. Women normally are not planning the first dates because we just show up. We just get dressed and we just show up. Where men are like, fuck, where am I gonna take her? What am I gonna do for her? And we don't even bat an eye to even think to try to plan shit. We're just like, okay, where are you taking me? Cause we're the prize, we're gonna show up. That's very true. I'm here. I'm the star of the show. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and I think sometimes we need to just humble ourselves for a moment and just say, you know what, maybe I need to assist. May, let me say, take me here, you know, or, you know, let's try this. Because we say we want all of these things, but we're not voicing it. We're not voicing what we want. We're not saying, we're waiting to see what, and I, and I see it in a lot, a lot of women still. We're saying we want one thing, but we're not voicing it. We're not saying that. Because most women will say, can you still do a picnic, you know? Guys like, do women even like this shit anymore? A lot of women are like, yeah, I would love a picnic. But then you got women like, a picnic, you know, that's where he, that's where he took you. And then it, the date went down the drain. <laughs> to me, that's a fir- perfect, I love being in nature. So I'd like, hell yeah, let's go on a picnic. Let's sit at the park. Like I love to people watch for one. I think it's hysterical. And for two, I just love being outside the grass. Like, yeah, I love it. Right. So I think I think we sometimes got to humble ourselves and ask our whys. If we ask our whys, we're going to we're going to start to hear our either selfishness or we'll start to hear our, you know, our not so nice ways coming out or our hurts that are coming out in it. And I think we're I don't think we're as vocal as we think we are. True. Very true. It's the modern woman. I think that's part of the, like fear of being rejected though is like if because you know t- in today's society everything if you don't have money if you don't have a nice car if you don't drink if you don't party if you don't do this if you don't fit in this certain type of way then you're basically no one so people who are different feel like they can't speak out because of fear of rejection but you'll never know if that person has the same interests as you because they're keeping that tucked away too right right as far as like even my friends, like I don't have friends who are spiritual like me. Um, and if they are, it's not like the same. So it's like, all right, I don't want to go to a bar. So what else can we do? And I'll tell them what I want to do and they don't want to go. So it's like, all right, now I need to find like-minded people because, and how do you do that? Like, you know, like you can't just yeah. walk down the street and be like, Hey, like, what do you like to do? You know? So, and if, and nowadays people are afraid like to be like yeah i believe in something other than this i believe in i want to do something other than that it's just the fear based i was at that point but now i don't care this is who i am don't care if you don't like it you'll you'll have to go some places alone and that i know is scary because yeah (laughs) my anxiety is so is so bad i don't I don't like going anywhere alone. I just don't feel safe, you know? It's just from past, past mm. relationships and something I'm trying to work on, you know? Right. But it's or, hard. Or go to your spiritual shops. You'll find a lot of people in there and you just kind of like talk. I'm always in the spiritual shops talking to the owners and stuff and the people in there. Um, I've met, well, I've only went to two spiritual shops out here um, so far, but the two that I went through have been pretty cool. Um, and then you can kind of, you know, see what's going on, who's having what. Because in the spiritual stores, they actually um, know. They'll have like, uh, you know, flyers and stuff of what's coming up, like especially if they have fairs and things like that. So that's one way to do it. You know, unfortunately, I think we've all go- gone through that where it's like, okay, I already know my people are just not on the same level. Like they're just not, they're not gonna go to this with me. They're not gonna, we're not gonna be able to go do this. So I need to, you know, create my tribe of people like my spiritual people until <laughs> we can get together and go do some spiritual shit. Definitely understand that. I mean, cause it's not fun dragging my three-year-old along. She touches everything. <laughs> <laughs> and she like she loves it like she will go to my altar and pick things out and she'll be like mommy what's this and I'm like just put it down because if you break it would be so mad <laughs> so like I feel like this is going to be her path she's so interested in it already you know so I'm just waiting for her can't really explain stuff to a three year old she just thinks they're rocks or like she just thinks they're you know That's so I'm waiting for her to be older to find her own her own way, you know, and hopefully, fingers crossed, we can do those things together. Yeah. Yeah. 
she she'll be lucky because she has somebody who she can at least have help her start on that path. Because mm-hmm. right. many of us did not have that. Many of us had to find our way ourselves. I remember when I first got started, literally no one, not in my family, not in my friend circles. And it was just, it started with a Renaissance fair and seeing a tarot reader there and just voicing how I was interested and getting started like that until I got into this beautiful community that I am a part of now and that's mm-hmm. still still growing. Right. Yeah. I was a dirt a dirt and rock kid, so little, like toddler. I was always every rock you could think of used to be inside my house. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Me too. So I, I, I would love to be out in the dirt. I was like the muddy child. Like I always tell people, if you could think of any character like Pigpen, except I wasn't dirty. It was just mud. <laughs> it was yeah. a bunch of mud all on me. I used to make potions. Oh, my cousin and I used to get in so much trouble because we would hide our potions. We'd Anything we can find, my cousin's suntan lotion, you name it, we had these potions. And they would stink and we would hide them in my aunt's basement. Oh, I remember we were, we weren't allowed to see each other for like two weeks because of it. We had so many different concoctions down there. And I probably didn't stop doing that until I was realistically 12 or 13. Like I for sure wanted to be a witch and that was it. And you couldn't tell me anything other than that. I was always torn. It it looked nice watching like the witch stuff on TV, but because I was raised in a different type of house, it was like, "Mm, I don't want nothing to do with this shit. No, I don't want nothing to do with this shit. So I would have a, the fear behind it and I would run like I don't want nothing to do with it like we would hear stuff in different homes and I'd be like you can't see it can't do nothing to us we'll just act like we didn't hear anything oh my ass was still running too but (laughs) in the same sense I loved it (laughs) I'm with Vanessa there as a child everything witchy and I just adored it but when that light went off downstairs, I was definitely running up the stairs to my bedroom when nobody else was there. Because yep. you guys, I would hear things, I would uh-huh. see things. And I didn't know exactly what was lurking in the night. So it's like, okay, zoop, yep. <laughs> no, run. I was always fascinated with death though, and horror. So I was like this little kid who would like, creep and stay up to watch Elvira and you know my mom and them they would watch certain programs I remember staying up to watch because I I just had a fascination uh, with anything horror anything zombies anything like dead but when it came down to actually practicing I was like "Mm -mm, no no (laughs) I'll watch it but no 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 (laughs) and I used to have a fascination with vampires and And it's crazy because when I got into this spiritual path my fascination with a lot of that stuff kind of decreased. Like, it was like, you kind of just know now a bunch of stuff, so it takes away the, the fantasy, it takes away the mysticism. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, eh, yeah, yeah. I still wish all that stuff was real. I think it's, I think our world would be so much more interesting if all of it was real. Like, I just, I don't know. I like all the supernatural stuff still, even though I know it's like, what it really is. I'm like, how cool would that really be, though? I think they get a lot of stuff from from reality. It might oh, absolutely. Dimension reality, but it's definitely real somewhere. Yeah. Um, and I think we just, we tap in those dreams, we tap in those dimensions, and that's where people, we get this stuff from. I don't think anything is just created from nothing. I think it's created very well from something. It just, you know... Where, what dimension were you in when you were with it? Right. Yep. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think definitely uh, different dimensions. And then you just realize that this dimension has this, these particular species in it. And then the next dimension has whatever they have um, in it. Yeah. Right. Because how could we be so naive to think that this stuff is, the thought had to come from somewhere. 
I had to. Like, you just don't think, like, who wakes up one day and is like, oh, I'm going to make a movie about zombies. Where did zombies even come from? They had to come from somewhere. So I've always said that they have to be real in a sense. It might not be in this way, but they're like, because, you know, I didn't know how to explain it when I was younger, but I was like, it definitely is real somewhere. Like, the zombies came from these very people alive. (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, yeah, but yeah, like, but like, it's just, you know, when you're a kid, you don't think about that. You're just like, well, where it has to come from somewhere. Like, these movies that are, you know, eventually they come true, like from the 50s and now they're happening now. Like, someone had to have dreamt that for it to be happening in current time. Like, someone had to have came from somewhere. So, as a kid, I just was always thinking, like, well, that has to be real in a sense, like, you know, but you're a kid, so you can't really put all your thoughts together like you would right. if you were an adult. Articulate it. Right. They talk about this kind of level of information that we all tap in. That's why you have many people with the same uh, thoughts at one time. And we're all tap- tapping into this particular space of information. I don't know if that's the actual Akashic Records or not. It might be. Yeah. It's it's so interesting. And just going back to the dreaming everything up, I remember reading that you don't dream of a face of somebody that you've never seen before. Every single face in a dream you've seen. So that kind of goes along with what you're saying, Vanessa, with somebody had to dream up this zombie situation because it was seen. And even if it wasn't seen in this lifetime, it was seen somewhere or in this dimension, it was seen somewhere. That's so, so crazy. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The dream state is pretty wild, especially when you yeah. like, when you understand it. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it could start getting, you still have night terrors. Why do you get night terrors? Oh. My daughter has night terror rolled bad too. It sucks. I just can't wait until she like outgrows them. Have you tried to ask from where and why? Me? Or are you talking to comment? No. I just nope. The one night she freaked me out and I was like, oh, this is it. She was like, there's a man. You see him. I'm like, no, where's the man at? Like, she was like, it's right there, mommy. And like screamed on top of her lungs. So I'm like, oh shit, what does she see that I don't see? And then like my son said, like, he sees dark figures and I'm like, oh shit, is this? Because when he was her age, he used to see like really dark figures. And I'm like, is this something that I can even like control? So at this point, like my whole entire thinking just goes out the window because I'm like, what is she seeing? Okay, okay. I was going to say, um, just because they're dark doesn't mean they're bad. So, like, I've always saw um, past past people in dark form, their shadow form. I never see them in their bright, bubbly, glistening, you know, uh, lovely form. I always have seen them as shadow form and it used to scare the shit out of me as a child because, you know, it looks very, it's very scary. But she just most likely, one of her gifts is probably that she's on some level helping those people find the light because she's light, right? She has Mm -hmm. a beautiful light. And so they're coming to her light. Now, can she really help people right now at three? No, No. right? But just tell her, you know, she um, just let her know. Not all of them are bad, though. That's one of the things I wish I would have understood as a kid. And I wouldn't have been so afraid to know that there, there are people hurting. Not necessarily is it this demon that's coming for you. You know what I mean? I mean, my son really scared me at her age because I was straightening my hair one day and I heard him say, I'm telling my mom. I'm like, who is he talking to? There's no one downstairs. He gets this belt, puts it around his neck and they went, he went, they told me to do this. I lost my mind. I said, and I screamed up to the top of my lungs. You leave him the fuck alone. You have to come through me first. Um, 
thanks one. Jesus. I was like, we're not doing this. You leave my baby alone. Like he can't protect himself. And since that day that I put my foot down, he hasn't had like, now he still sees a lot of things, but right, not right. to my knowledge, nothing that crazy. Cause I'm not playing that. Like right. three years old, how did you learn know to put the belt around your neck like that? Right, right. That scared the living shit out of me. I mean, and there are, and, and everyone, we go to demons because that's the first thought you have. But no, there's very petty humans that are still in spirit. that have nothing else to do. They think this shit is funny. You know, um, mm-hmm. unfortunately, there's some not so nice people that are wandering around and just, you know, unfortunately, um, they do prey on us, the little ones that don't know. So, yeah. 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 I mean, that you handle that so they're you know they're they again they can't stay so as soon as you take that power back and understand so the thing where people are like oh we're being haunted and this person won't leave you got to remember that there's a part of you allowing this to stay because once you really put your foot down in a situation where you remove their you know they have no right to be in that space because it is your space then you got to realize what else is going on that's keeping this particular energy here what else is keeping you know me attached to this energy or my child or somebody to this energy because once you revoke that like i didn't give you i didn't even give you a right to be here in the first place by they should be gone you know, yeah. so if they're not leaving, well, then what else is going on that we're maybe we're not seeing? Oh. Couple of scammers in the comments. Yeah, I got them. Spirit shadows. Yeah, there's definitely, you know, there's definitely a difference. All I know is none of them ever, the ones that I saw, none of them ever hurt me. So I can't say, you know, that they're all not bad, but I just know that they're all not, you know, they're not all bad and out to get. A lot of them are just desperate seeking that light and they're going to come to us that that have that light. And you just have to be able to work through it to see like how your child was, they were telling him to do some crazy shit. Well, that's the not so nice ones, right? And if you can work through it with them to where they know that they're not crazy, that they are seeing what they're seeing, then they're going to be ahead of the game as they go, as they get, you know, bigger. Um, yeah. I think that's the biggest point is them knowing that they're not just seeing it. They're not just losing their mind. And that's why we wanted a reading with you. But I freaking threw my debit card away and I went to go book with you for yesterday. And I'm like, I cannot believe I threw my debit card away. Oh, shit. So I have to wait for it to come in the mail and I'm so irritated because I have all like, you know, my card stored on my phone. I'm like, this sucks. But like my pharmacy, whenever you take your debit card, they put it in a little like envelope and put it in a bag and give it back to you. And I just after I took my medicine out, I just threw the whole entire bag away. Oh, wow. And I'm like, well, this is my luck. Well, it's my fault because I told myself take it out you're gonna throw it away because you accidentally do it almost every single time (laughs) didn't listen well spirit knew that my throat needed (laughs) some more time (laughs) and your own healing so vanessa you had to throw away your debit card yeah (laughs) like i'm sorry my son has asked me twice about it already because i asked him if it's something he was like interested in and he was like yeah mom i just want to know what the things i'm seeing because you know he's seen him his whole life and i'm like all right bud and he was like well when are we going to do that with your friend and i'm like i threw away my debit card on accident buddy i'm sorry um brenda had a question real quick i just want to address before we end this um she said what what do we think if someone says they have a demon in them she's witnessed this and the they're talking about having substance misuse uh what does it mean um so for me no matter what whether someone's an, an um an addict or whatever or if they're not i think you have to take what someone says with a grain of salt a lot of times what i've and i'll let the, the ladies they can answer on theirs what i've encountered is a lot of times people think stuff is demons but it's actually 
alternate ego or alternate ego or our alternate sides of us within um, that kind of come out in different ways. So you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt. Really, at some point, you realize you, there's nothing to be afraid when it comes to demons. Demons are they have their own purpose anyway. Um, and you don't need to be afraid of them. You don't need to work with them and, and, you know, praise them and shit. They need the light also. They need to find the light also. But they, they have their job to do also. So if you take away the fear from it, getting to understand what does this person really need is going to be the biggest thing. If you can't, get them to someone who can. Because I think if, you, if you're sitting in fear trying to help someone, first of all, it's not going to help. But I think you need to take it with a grain of salt because it's not always a demon. A lot of people think they have demons attached to them and it's not. Um, it's not even a demon. Like just from what I've seen. Yeah, so often we use those terms demon and, and evil spirits and everything else. There's some people who work with those types of energies and they help them. So everybody has their place in in the you know spectrum of things. And like you were saying with the ego and whatnot, that very well could be what it is and some people their past traumas they need a way for them to show up because they're not addressing them and that's the way that it can it can come out it can be expressed in this other personality in this different way it doesn't mean that it has to be a demon it's just and sometimes Unfortunately, people make excuses. People want to put the blame on their actions, on something or someone else. So that's something that you also have to take into account when somebody says something like, oh, I have a demon in me and the demon is who's making me misuse drugs or making me do X, Y, and Z. Right. Yeah, I agree. I was just going to say, I think just take a step back and remember, no matter no matter what's going on, you, you have to be at a space that you realize we do in this reality, this reality that we're in, we have uh, that freedom of speech, that freedom of choice. So a demon cannot possess you just like an angel cannot possess you. No one can possess you. You have to give the right. So if there's a demon is there, that person would have welcomed that demon there. And I know a lot of people don't like to understand or believe that or accept that, but I've, I've seen it in my own. I've watched my mom be what I thought was possessed, but it wasn't possession. She was in a very bad periods, very, you know, very hurtful, um, chaotic, um, depressed, um, points in her life where she where she allowed those moments and allowed and allowed that that connection just to be there and all it did was watch us didn't do shit else but watch us i was scared because i could feel the energy but it didn't do anything but watch us so again you are always the one in charge of your body your soul this is your body your soul no one can take corrupt it take it from you can we be influenced yes of course we can be influenced. We're influenced every day by television, TV, our friends, our family. But that whole thing, the devil made me do it. The devil gets a bad rap. I'm not saying he's not, you know, bad and whatever he does, but he's not running around here making us be evil. We have a darkness within us and we're here to master our, ourselves. And a lot of times people will give in to those deeper desires. One of the biggest things as a tarot reader is learning the devil card was nothing to do with the devil. <laughs> learning the history to that tarot card and understanding that it just represented you going for your darker nature, your darker desires, and not giving a fuck who you trampled over to get them, not caring who you had to hurt to get to the top of wherever you're trying to go. When you understand that, you start to look at humans different. We're not, we're pure, yes, we can be, but we also have another side to us. And if you don't understand that side, if you just sit in the delusion that people are, are just pure light beings and we don't have this darkness, then again, you're in a fantasy. So if your friend is like, oh, I have a demon, why did you let, I would ask, why did you let the demon in? I would get, you know, that would be my questioning. Like, okay, why is the demon here? What mm -hmm. does it represent for you? You know? 
I'm just reading the comments. Um, so yeah. Danielle, this is just a talk live today. We're not doing cards today. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the devil gets gets he gets a bad rap. Everyone uses him as their scapegoat. Um, again, we know there's just a lot of levels to everything, and we we have the ability to be darker in nature, and we have to see that and work through that. And when yep. we do then we can regain full control of who we are and step into our light being selves. But you you have to master that. And unless yeah. you've been someone who's been like, I think if you haven't been someone who's really been addicted to some shit or you haven't been down like a rough, even addicted to a relationship, addicted to anything, addiction is rough. And anytime you look at any type of addiction, there's a selfish uh, need in there. You're not doing it for anyone but you, despite what you think, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then again, some people actually choose to stay in the darkness. So again, which is the person's choice. Like um, some people, I mean, there's, uh, again, if you've been in those spaces of going, there's there's certain type of feel that you get in certain places. People feel powerful in certain spaces. People feel wanted and needed in, in certain spaces. And it's really up to each one of us to decide what do we want to do and where do we want to be. And someone can very well say, well, I like being in the dark, you know? Just like when I, whenever I'm like being open, now, of course, like in my group, I don't allow people to openly practice their um, their satanic beliefs because I'm just not about that life. I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. But I can't down them either because it's like that's you. That's your. That's your. That's who you want to believe in, and that's who you want to pray to. Hey, do you? You know, I don't understand it because just some of the shit gets too crazy. I don't understand it. Um, but again, we can't. We can't sit in and chastise them either and be like, you're, you're, that's your false God. No, people can say that about all the shit we, we believe in. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I think just we got to take the fear out of a lot of things. Stop being afraid of the devil. Stop being afraid of demons. Once you take the power out of all of that, you're not going to have demons at your door and demons, you know, trying to come get you. And and I had to learn that in this path because when I came into this path, I was very afraid. And I had a lot of energies coming towards me. But the more and more spirit showed me to stand in my power and stop being so afraid of shit I didn't need to st to be afraid of, the less and less interruptions I had, the less and less energies were coming around, the less I've like literally I barely have any energy if ever comes to to like do anything. It's like never really because I don't believe in it. It's not my reality. And you really have the power to create your reality. So if you say it's not my reality, I'm not doing this. I'm not in the spiritual fight of angels and demons. Y'all can have that shit. I'm good. I'll be over here. Gone your business, <laughs> you know. Yes. Take myself out. Nope, I don't want to be involved. So you have to say what you want, what the reality you want. You want to be out there doing all that crazy shit? Go ahead. More power to you. I just refuse to be a pawn in that in that atmosphere. No. So I've made a lot of decisions like, no, I don't. That's not the life that I want. That's not the reality or the experience I want. And so you have to believe that you can you can change it, because if you sit in a place mm -hmm. where, oh, I have to deal with this or I have to deal with this demon or this, then you'll yeah. just be stuck. I think that yeah. allowing space for those lower energies to come and attack you it's not even the demons it's just those lower energies because they yep. feed off of that fear and that gives them the strength that gives them the power so the more you're able to let go of that fear and take back that power for yourself and put yourself in the alignment that you choose to create for your reality the less likely you're going to be able to be attacked by those lower energies right yeah Hell yeah. And it's been a, it's been a, uh, to really experience to understand it. So I do not sit in fear. Like even at, at the most I get is probably in my dreams. And now it's crazy. Cause in my dreams, I'm like always kicking ass in my dreams. <laughs> 
I'm like, like, you know, way back when I used to have dreams where like, no matter if I would try to swing, like my swing would never, like I never had enough power or nothing. And now I'm like always kicking ass in my dreams. So now it's just like, get away. You're like, don't even try to come in here with this bullshit. <laughs> you just have to, you really have to stand in that power and understand that you're going to create your reality. And if you feed into all of the craziness, then you feed into it. Like, there's just some things about my, even my family. I refuse to take on some of the shit that they, that they believe in. I just refuse. I'm not going to live. It's not my life. You know, spirits in my air, like, really? Really? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I said, I said what I said. <laughs> There's just some things that I'm, I'm like, no, I'm not going to take on all of their shit as my reality and as what I need to live through. No, I don't need to do it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So I know we kind of went off a little bit. <laughs> we, always we always do. You guys, let us know your how, what you think about what we, um, what we've been. <laughs> what we've been talking about um monica you got to look at your nightmares you guys if you guys are having nightmares um you got to figure out why what what about it is scaring you what about it again you have so much power in your dreams and if you realize that you won't have nightmares because even when a dream for me gets too like, I don't like this dream, I wake myself up out of the dream. Me too. It's I've been doing that a lot lately. My, you know, I, I just had a dream where my ex that just passed away committed suicide in front of me twice and I woke myself up instantly. I was like, I'm nope. And then I had another dream to where I said out loud that he was dead and I instantly woke myself up. I was like, nope, we're not dealing with this. Spirit is all in my ear right now. <laughs> it's like, Whoa. yeah, you, uh, I don't like it. I wake myself up. So yep. know that you guys don't have to sit in those dreams and, and deal with the, the energy. You can wake yourself up. You're more than capable. You just have to work through it to understand who you truly are and working to find your authentic version of self. Yes, we're these lovely bodies, but we're also these beautiful beings attached to this. So if you can try to fathom that, then you'll just be moving in the right direction. You guys got anything closing on modern women? I don't, me personally, I don't give a shit, you guys, what people say about modern women. Me, I'm not going to cook and clean. I've said that a million times, unless, someone wants to come in my life and you know pay all the bills and i don't have to do shit but sit back and cook and clean then sure i'll cook and clean I freaking agree with you <laughs> but if i'm still out here saving the world i'm not cooking and cleaning <laughs> the modern woman create your own version of the modern woman that's the only thing that i have to say on on that <laughs> I agree with you guys both. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's a bunch of bullshit. I don't think don't follow the bullshit out there. Just yeah, be you and and check your whys. I always say that check your whys on everything. Why do you want this? Why do you want that? Why do you want to be this? And create the person you truly desire and that will bring, you know, the person you desire, so they say. <laughs> All right, you guys, we're going to end this. We This is Coffee and Consciousness. Once a month, we come together, you guys. So I don't know. I don't, I don't have a date yet for March, but in March, we will come back and do this again. Um, but of course, you guys, make sure that you watch the um, replay. Replay and give us some comments on what you guys think. <laughs> All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.